Welcome to Refuge Freedom Stories, brought to you by Refuge Ministries Canada. For the next half hour, your hearts will be filled with hope as you hear real-life stories from individuals that have been changed by the power of God. Enjoy the show. Welcome. My name is Dave Shear. I am the host of Refuge Freedom Stories. This week, we will be listening to part two of my interview with Mr. Terry Lacey, an ex-motorcycle gang member whose life took a sudden change of gears when he encountered Jesus Christ. And then yes. uh, another thing I used to do, God really changed me, is uh, go to, mo- after the bars mm-hmm. closed, you always went and had something to eat. Okay. Yeah. And I always tend to leave the restaurant without paying. Ah, dash, and, uh, dine and dash. Dine and dash, yep. I think they called it that. But you know what, a little dine and dash really, really spoke to my heart. Yep. Uh, there was this run restaurant where I used to pull it off occasionally. Occasionally, yeah. But um, God put my heart, so I went there, talked to the owner, but he wasn't there, his wife was there. And um, I told her that, you know, I used to get meals and I'd take off, and she knew who I was. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It was God just, if you'd only be honest, yeah. you know, and I thought for sure I was going to jail, mm-hmm. but God sees differently, eh? Yes. You know, and he wanted to heal her heart. This is the woman the at woman, the restaurant, yeah. yeah. And she, um, she started crying, uh, you know, and... Uh, what, what was she crying about? Well, she just said that... Uh, she couldn't believe someone would come back, you yeah. know, and want to pay back. Oh, you know? from the Dash and Dines. That's right, because I told her that, you know, I, yeah. I did it quite a few times at okay. her store and stuff like that. And, wow. And, uh, but she just, she says, I believe, like, and I told her that God convicted me to come. Mm-hmm. That clicked in, eh? Yes. And uh, she just started crying, and she just says, I wish more people would just be honest. No. You know. Yeah. So you know, you start changing, eh? Yeah. And then you want to change, and you want to do the right thing. And uh, many things that God's shown me, you know, mm-hmm. over the years, and I've had to go back and say I'm sorry, yeah. or at least ask forgiveness. Not that I always got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to share about my father-in-law. Okay. Um, they never really cared for me too much because okay. I come into their daughter's life, and I was, uh, you know. The biker and yep. you know the idiot in their eyes, eh? Right. But um, he um, actually, my wife and I were just talking about this the other day because my father-in-law just passed away about a month ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, and uh, he, <laughs> him and my mother-in-law, they both uh, really didn't care for me too much. But like I say, I I ended up getting a job at Ford's, and yep. um, then I got saved, mm-hmm. and uh, things started changing. But my uh, mother-in-law and father-in-law, I felt that I hurt them yes. by living with their daughter and being disrespectful. Yep. But, you know, that's where it all comes down to, eh? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I used to jog way back then, early in the mornings. I would work till 4 or 5 in the morning and then go for a jog before I even go home. So work at the Ford, Ford Assembly Yeah, plant, I worked at Ford Motor Company, yeah. yeah. And uh, they were both getting up for work and... The deal was, I was making deals with God, hey, don't do that, it's not smart. Because <laughs> I said, if they're up, you know, or if they're still home or they're you know, yep. up getting ready for work and that, that, you know, I'd stop in and I want to talk to them. While you were jogging. That's right. Yeah. So I stopped and I seen their home and I, I was a little nervous, eh? Mm-hmm. But I went in and they both said, what's up, you know? So they both sat down at the kitchen table and 
I told them that, you know, that I disrespected them and yeah. uh, that I wasn't showing honor at all to them or their daughter, right. you know, and uh, that would you please forgive me and uh, for living with their daughter, eh? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that they both lived together before they were married. Right. I didn't know that. Right. So both their heads went dropped down and yeah. didn't want to hear anymore. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, I didn't know this, eh? Right. And, uh, but God was doing work, eh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ironically. You know? And you, you weren't even it. aware of. No, yeah. I wasn't even aware of it, eh? Yep. And, uh, but they kept saying, oh, don't worry about it. It's okay. You know, they yes. were saying this and that. But you know what? It did a lot of healing. It did a lot yep. of healing. In my life, too, eh? And, yes. Uh, so, like I say... God just started working in their lives too, and uh, but I wanted to be straight up with them because I was very rude to them. Eh? Okay. Very rude, like yep. not not a very nice person, and uh, but uh, then they started seeing how God started changing my life, eh? Yep. And uh, they seen I wasn't being a phony about it because people usually just give you some time, yeah, and you'll screw up. Yep. But we do. They Anyways, watch and see, right? But I think it's a repentant spirit you have to have mm -hmm. because we're going to goof up. Oh, yeah. You know, and we got to get back in the right walk with God. Yes. You know, and we got to have that fellowship. Mm -hmm. If we're not having that fellowship, then it's dangerous. Eh? Yes. So um, we, uh, you know, like I made that decision uh, in 1978. I believe God found me. Yes. I didn't find him. He wasn't lost. I was. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, he just honored his word. And you know what? It's been a lifetime. There's been some hardships uh, for people that think Christianity is everything's great and rosy yes. and nothing goes wrong with Christians. Well, right. you better wake up. Yep. Because the real world's going to slap you, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, things happen, you know, in the families and stuff. But. You gotta hold your faith. Yeah. You gotta hang in there and uh, just keep going. Yeah. You know. And um, anything you'd like to say, like if you could, there, we're on a radio show today, and mm -hmm. there's people listening that this is all kind of freaky and weird to them. They've never heard anything like this before. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to say to people if you could say one thing mm -hmm. that might make a difference to them to understand what we're talking about or yeah. a difference in their life mm -hmm. that has made a difference for you? Yeah. Well, it different is change is different, mm -hmm. and we don't like change. Right. But sometimes I think change makes us grow. Mm -hmm. We got to move on. You know, we got to get out of the rut. Uh, uh, if you're going to put your faith and trust in this world, well, good luck with that. Yeah. But it hasn't done me any good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think you know you really got to check out what God's plan is. Okay. God's plan was to send his son, Jesus, to die on that cross. Yep. He had to pay that price full. Yes. You know, um, just going, let me just read a little scripture here sure. for a second. Um, Get your Bible there. When I told about the wall, yeah, and the all wall. your sins are all written down, yep. everything is written down there. Mm -hmm. This is a scripture God gave me, and... Um, it really, it really touched my heart. Eh? Yep. It says, it's Colossians 2.14. You can read more of it, but it's blotting out the handwritten of ordinance that was against us. That was our sin. Okay. Okay? It says, which was contrary to us and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Wow. That's what Christ did. Mm -hmm. And you know what? 
for anyone's listening, God will take that, all those sins, and he'll wipe them clean. Mm -hmm. But there's something we have to do. First, you've got to confess. You've got to know where you stand with God, you know. Yep. We're sinners. Mm -hmm. Everybody don't think so. We just sin differently. Mm -hmm. Like some people say, oh, look at those people. You look at their drunks or their this or their... Something you know, obvious, right? Something yeah, very obvious, apparent. that's right. But you know what? We all have sin. Yep. You know, and we come short of the glory of God. That's the sad part. Mm -hmm. But the hope is, is what God's promised. And that's why he sent his son. Because we couldn't live under the law. Right. But it's God's grace. Beautiful. And uh, I'll tell you, when you get into that realm mm -hmm. and you understand that spiritually, yes, you're. it's awesome. Yeah, it's not like... You know, a lot of times people think about being a Christian, and I couldn't live by those rules. There's too right. many rules, but but I'm sure you would agree that it's it's not a matter of, you know, God being a policeman who looks who makes us follow a whole bunch of rules in our life. Mm -hmm. He sets us free from the bondage of those type of things in our life, the sins in our life, That's right. that liberates us from depression, from you know everything that goes along with that sin and and the consequences yep. of it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Yeah. Now, I got, uh, after I got saved and everything, uh, I kind of went to a church, and I think I got caught up in the church. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I, you look at other people, you got to watch that. Yeah. Because I think that's where I got is... Um, I had to look and follow Christ. Yes. And you know what? God's directed me into a ministry with motorcycles and stuff, and and that's awesome. It is really awesome. It's dangerous, but yes. it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of our flesh, right. you know, and we have to learn to walk in the spirit of God, mm -hmm. not just so much in the flesh all the time, because we do that naturally, mm -hmm. you know. But. Um, this motorcycle ministry uh, that we're in, Heaven Saints Motorcycle Ministry, yes. it, it actually it's helped me so much, just to be able to go out and speak and have Jesus as Lord on your back. Yes. So there's no messing around. People right know where you're coming from. So right on, you know, we're both in the club, but I yeah. for the listeners' sake, right on your vest, mm -hmm. uh, Heaven Saints Motorcycle Ministry is like a motorcycle club, but it's a ministry. That's right. And um, on your vest that you wear, your colors, if you will, mm -hmm. right across the back, it says Jesus is Lord in big bold right. letters. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just uh, I got a little bit of information on the Heaven Saints. Okay, um, tell us about it. Yeah, I just uh, I'll just read this a little bit here. Sure. It says uh, Heaven Saints Motorcycle Ministry is a Christian ministry by and for bikers. We provide an opportunity for fellowship, teaching, discipleship for our members and our outreach to the community. Members are bikers and people in an, inter an interest in bikes or motorcycles. Owning a bike is not a requirement in the, right. in the uh, Heaven Saints, but, you know, most people will wear, ride. Yeah. So Heaven Saints um, in Canada is part of an international Heaven Saints uh, with 43 chapters throughout the United States. They are we have currently three chapters in uh, southwestern Ontario, London, and, and Kitchener in Canada, and uh, who reach out to others in their community through prison ministry, through uh, youth outreach, 
youth detention centers, homeless shelters, drug and alcohol rehab, churches, rallies, and bike events. Um, we are not a motorcycle club. It is a desire uh, to assist those in need in whatever we, way we can. While we are an incorporated nonprofit organization, our unlimited bylaws are the Bible. We will do our best to guide others into personal relationship with God and his son Jesus. Uh, we believe that faith in Jesus Christ is the answer to challenges many people's, which challenges many people face today. We always are glad to pray with others. Yes. And it says, Heaven Saints story started in 1976. Uh, it is a story of Barry Mason, a member of Hell's Angels in Charleston, South Carolina. Barry grew up in the church. But as uh, he progressed through his teen years, he drifted farther and farther from his faith in Christ. He sought uh, freedom through rebellion. He rode with a couple of different bike clubs and eventually joined the Hells Angels and become an officer. While at meetings of the West Coast in 1976, Barry was given orders to eliminate several members of a rival club. Needless killing was, wasn't my bag, Barry said. Barry walked away and his brothers came after him. He walked into a restaurant where he could safely phone his mother and his wife Gypsy to say goodbye. On the phone I told them I was about to be killed and then I started repenting for the bad life that I had lived. I told Gypsy that I was sorry for the way that I treated her. All this time my mother was on the phone too and she soon began to tell me just what I needed to hear at that moment. She said, Jesus died for your sins 2,000 years ago that you could have eternal life. Needless to say, Barry was not killed. Evident, eventually settled things with the Hells Angels and found Christ and started Heaven Saints. Wow. Yeah. Cleared everything up with yeah. the Hells Angels. That's right. Wow. And you hear stories about, you know, club, big clubs and stuff and having a hard time getting out of it. So they, yeah. they obviously respected him. Yeah. And that's that's amazing. Well, he had a, a, a real love. I knew Barry personally. Yes. And uh, him and I would talk when I'd go down to the rallies and stuff. And he's been up to Canada, give his testimony a few times. And... Um, Barry has a book, doesn't he? That yeah. There's a, do you recall the name of uh, it? Fallen Angel. Fallen Angel. Okay. Yeah. Just in case anyone's interested. Yeah. We we I think I still have a few. I might have left them here. Okay. Uh, the books themselves, but yeah. uh, you know we're always looking for avenues uh, to get out and yes. to be able be a witness. Like we don't get in everybody's face. Uh, I tr truly think that you got to make a friend. Yes. You know. And uh, we can allow God's Holy Spirit to work on a heart. People are ready. Yes. We just have to be willing to go. Mm -hmm. You know. Amen. And it, it's a hard call sometimes. And and I've watched people push people into making a decision or whatever. Yes. But you know what? It's got to be from their own heart. Yes. You know. And that's one thing people got to realize that um, no one can pray you into heaven. Only right. you have to accept the gift that God has made for you, and that's the gift of Christ, eh? Wow. And uh, yep. it's awesome. Um, can I ask you, you know, um, we're both in Heaven Saints, and you're, you've been a mentor to me 
And when I, you know, you've been in the, in Heaven Saints for for a number of years. How many years? Well, a member since '04. Okay. And I probably hung around for two years. I wore the flag right. without being in the Heaven Saints. Yes. Everybody thought I was in the Heaven yeah. Saints, but I but just wore the Christian flag. Yeah. No, yeah. because I had a hard time with that. Um, just the mentality of the club thing. Right. It's it's hard to mm -hmm. explain, but. I just knew the dangers of my flesh. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and it is still a danger. Yes. We we battle stuff like that constantly, you know. But the Lord helps you with that. I mean, that's, that's right. exactly yep. like you were saying. Like, don't expect everything to be perfect when you accept Christ. Yeah. But would you say that Christ helps you and the Holy Spirit helps you with the things that you struggle with? In life? That's right. That's right. There's going to be challenges. Right. And you need God to walk with you through. Yes. It. But we have to go through it to grow. Yes. Too many people push stuff away and they don't want to go through it. Right. We got to go through the fire. Yep. You know, and and your faith's going to be tested. It's it's so easy uh, from my experience, and you know I've had a long go of it myself mm -hmm. um, since I became a Christian in '79. Yeah. But it's so easy to start play acting, role playing. Yeah. yeah. Because you know when you're in the church or with Christian people, you you. You start to kind of hide certain things because you don't want you want to pretend you're better than you are. That's expected. Yeah. Um, but I found freedom in being honest. That's right. With my brothers and my sisters in Christ yeah. about where I am in life. Yeah. And and I was so shocked when I first started confessing things to people because I needed help mm -hmm. as a Christian. I needed assistance. I I couldn't do it alone. I needed someone else to help me with God. Yeah. And and through their support. And it was so liberating for me to tell them. And I was shocked because they didn't judge me at all. Wow. And and they were very uh, Which church was accepting. This? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Very, in those in circumstances, yeah. Yes, I hear you. Now, Terry, you um, with our ministry with Heaven Saints, you also do jail uh, yeah, I go ministry jail, as well. Yeah. Um, what's that like? Well, I, I started that back in the 80s, and uh, it was just going in and give my testimony at okay. first. And in the jails? In the jails, yeah. yeah. I used to do services and stuff like that, and, and then I, uh, I ended up with uh, doing video nights. We uh, found out the guys were really interested. They love videos, mm -hmm. and I mean... Who doesn't want to get out of their cell for an hour or two? You know, right? Jail and, cell. Uh, even if they're doing it for the wrong reason, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, we uh, put on video nights. Barry's would be one that I would show, and uh, Barry, Barry Mason's Mason, video. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he he doesn't pull any punches. You know, he. Mm -hmm. And there was other guys, um, uh, many guys that I used to show um, Mac Grover. A uh, bunch of other people that mm -hmm. you know they've come from a pretty wild mm -hmm. lifestyle, and then to be God just took control of their lives, and yes. they they just you know said, "Here, Lord, here's my life. You know, yep. take me. You know, and nice. and it's just awesome to see how God works in people's lives and how they can change, and if you can just see how people had so much hate and anger management you know everyone needs yes. help in that area yep. you know and i've watched guys that would think nothing of snapping your neck 
Yep. And these guys cry when they see a little kid, you know, get hurt or something, you know. Yeah, the same guy. The whole yeah. change of life, eh? It's, mm -hmm. it's just a miracle by itself, eh? Awesome. And it's it's a humbling experience, really. Mm -hmm. That's what it is, you know. Yeah. It needs to be. Yes. You know, and and I think when you let God just do what He's got to do in your life, man, you must be well be in His will. Yep. Because man, if you're gonna fight Him. He ain't gonna win, you know. Yep. No, you're not. But he loves you too much to let you go. He just loves everyone, you know. Yes. And uh, but like I say, it's uh, it's on our part. We got there's something we have to do. Yep. You know, so we have to acknowledge that we are sinner. Yeah. You know, and we've fallen from his grace. You know, and our you know from his glory, I say. Yeah. And uh, but his grace is there for us. Yes. <laughs> you know? Awesome. Yeah. I hope that you have enjoyed the last half hour as much as I did. Thank you again to Refuge Ministries Canada for hosting the show. So until next Friday, may God richly bless you with peace, love, and happiness. For more information on the youth prison ministry of Refuge Ministries Canada, please visit our website at www.refugeministriescanada.com.